But you don't want to do the three or four because you see a hundred here. You understand? Why don't you just start something in your city? Here's what's cool, too. If four of y'all just put together your own little group and y'all started growing as 10 of y'all, y'all all come together, it's 40 people in a room. But you don't want to start small. Let's just start practicing our influence. Can you get a couple? You can get, some friend, you can get your friends to the club. And how hard do you try to convince them? You got to do the work. You just have to do the work. The girl that... They took the picture. You're like, oh, well, she was ambitious. No, she wasn't. I said, I'm about to go find a photographer. And she said, oh, I'll do it. I said, all right, come on. She knew that I was going to get one anyway. It's, it's, all right, come on, let's get started. Let's get, can, we get the biz, can we get to work? We can get to work. Let's get let's to work. work. We came to work. We came to work. Chicago, what's happening? Good, 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 good. All right, we're here. We got any entrepreneurs in the building? Cool, cool. We got any six-figure entrepreneurs in the building? Do we have any seven-figure entrepreneurs in the building? Okay, okay. I, the whole back of the room's like, what's up? What's good? Hold on, all y'all that scream y'all's at seven? Yeah. Who screams inappropriately? That's true. Be honest. <laughs> One more time. Raise your hands up high, six-figure. We just want to know six what figures, we're talking about six today. Six-figure, six-figure, okay. six-figure. Like Raise your hand up high, seven-figure income earner. Seven, 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 seven. Going once and a half. Little, maybe two. Now, we got two. hold we got on, three. hold on. All the people that yelled at seven figures, then we had three hands go up. Y'all just... Out here manifesting. We, we, got, we, got, any, we got any eight? Eight? Eight-figure eight entrepreneurs? Eight, eight, eight? Got any zero? Zero. Zero figure. Zero figure. Trying no to figure figures. it out. <laughs> trying to figure any, it out. <laughs> any trying to figure it outers in here? Yes, yes, it. yes. Love we it. love it. Um, uh, we are so happy to be here, man. We want to say thank you for all the support of uh, Melanin Money Podcast. We want to say thank you for all the support of Social Proof Podcast. We, um, there's a lot of podcasts that you can listen to. There's a lot of entrepreneurs that you can listen to. Um, but we really, really want to say thank you. Um, not only for listening in your own home, but you guys decided to come out of your house. And uh, please give yourselves a round of applause for that. And from what I understand, we're really far from, like, Chicago, Chicago. This ain't the shy? This ain't the shy. I had two people tell me, like, why y'all all the way out here? Really? <laughs> this ain't the key, the she. We're on the north side. She key. Okay, so next shy. time we need to be on the south side. Is the south side the side? Is the south side the side that makes the news all the time? We're in the right area. <laughs> We're in the right me. neighborhood. <laughs> oh my gosh! I love it here, man. Um, so we're we're about it. Bronzeville, Lauren. That's what I was talking about. Bronzeville. Yeah. That south side. Sound like it? <laughs> Throwing up gang signs. You threw one up. I was like, goodness gracious, chill out. Be careful with those hands in Chicago. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, they don't play like that out here. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, we're gonna start the podcast the way we start the podcast. Okay, and when we say welcome to another edition of Social Group Podcast, we're gonna say we're live in Chicago. We need y'all to make some noise. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's try it. Welcome to another edition of, or another episode of the Social Proof Podcast. We are live from Chicago. 
in the building. Goodness gracious. The room is lit. Yes. Yeah, the room up. is it's lit. Up. Um, we uh, typically, and, and me and Donnie, we were trying to figure out, yo, what are we going to talk about today? Because we never know. And uh, we came in here and we just kind of saw all the energy and the love in the room. Did y'all feel that? Yeah. Is there a lot of networking events out here in Chicago? No. No? Not this deep. Why not, though? You came from Virginia? Yes. Give us a round of applause. Thank you. Let's go. Did anybody come further than Virginia? Arizona, okay, that's far. Anybody come first? She put oh, her oh, hand oh, down. Oh, 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 hold on. You came from Arizona to come here, or you just happened to be in town? You had some family. Give her a round of applause. Let's go. One more. Who, tra- who else traveled? Raise your hand if you traveled to be here. Just shout it out. Where'd y'all come from? Indianapolis. Y'all came together? Detroit is in the building. Cali? What part of Cali? LA. LA. Let's Bye-bye. go. And back here, what about you guys? Uh, you raised your hand. Kentucky, let's Ooh. go. I'll just shout out real quick. Did you come to see me or Donnie? Donnie. <laughs> Didn't expect I mean, that answer. <laughs> wasn't expecting it to go there, but I appreciate you guys so much. It was so a joke, much. man. It was, but they were being for serious. Goodness gracious. Question In full for transparency. You. Question for you. Why doesn't this happen more often in your city? Gatekeeping? Gatekeeping? No. Gatekeeping is the answer? I don't think gatekeeping is the answer. Explain that, please. Can we get her a a microphone? uh, You're not going to shout it out. You got to defend your answer. Is Byron in the room? Where's Byron? Is he in here? Huh? I know, but we need it for the recording. Southside, I know. Just, they don't follow no directions. You know what I mean? Just get a mic. You know what I mean? Um... I, I'm, I'm interested in that answer, but what else? What's the other reason? Fear, ego. Fear, ego. I feel okay. like it's safety. Is the mic on? Okay. It ain't safe. Let me hear that. Let me hear this. Let me hear this gatekeeping answer. I guess when I say gatekeeping, and you think a lot of the, and you think about a lot of people in Chicago who are successful, they don't create spaces for other mutuals to be in, um, or. That's about all I got. But yeah, they they just don't make spaces for us to be in like this. They are never really productive, or if they are, it's amongst people who are already successful. And a lot of our things get shut down a lot in Chicago, too, when we do try and do that. So I'm specifically in the cannabis industry, and a lot of that do not be popping. So They're getting shut down because of um, safety. safety. We're back there. <laughs> I mean, Chicago ain't no worse than Atlanta. No. But we do have a very police city. I was city. trying to help y'all. But I wouldn't say <laughs> safety, say. but it is a very policed city. Like, gotcha. the cops do be ready to Okay, all right, that's, that, that's cool. Give me one more reason why there's not this happening in your city. Go ahead. Specifically for podcasting? No, period. Networking. Just a gathering of beautiful There's people. always networking events is in it? Chicago. Yeah. yeah. That's why I thought you were specifically talking about podcasting. Mm. Okay, because I don't think anyone has honed in on being the king of or queen of podcasting. That's why podcasting isn't as popular as far as hosting events. But there's always networking events. I'm in the real estate industry. We own a real estate firm. So there's always opportunities for real estate um, networking. 
Um, I think there's so always on. networking we in general. The, like there's the, amazing we, event venues in Chicago. We had a we had a, a, a whole conversation where the stuff that y'all shouted out, whether it was um, fear or gatekeeping and all that kind of stuff, I was under the impression that there's not a lot of gatherings like this on a regular basis. There are. There are not, or they are. Raise your hand if there are. A lot of events. A lot of events. Okay, raise your hands if you feel like there are not a lot of events. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, talk to me. Let me get that mic right there. Let's Let get, get the mic. mic. Yeah. So this is common in most places where there are black people that are trying to be upwardly mobile. Uh, it's access to information. So if you don't have the appropriate network, you don't know the right people or the right access, you might not know that it's going on even if it is going on. It might be industry specific. It might be something that you're not interested in or you, you just don't know what it is because it's not properly marketed. So it's not necessarily that these things aren't happening. It's what's common in all of our community. Like it's a common theme, access to information. If you don't have access to the information, you're not gonna know that it's going on. How many people have thought about doing an event and you didn't? Now we can ask another question. Why not? Fear. Yeah. Why not, Ashley? Location. Being in Chicago. Or to find the right venue. It's really hard. We can't uh, hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah. We 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 gonna have to get this uh, mic moving. However, um, just raise your hand if you think it was like fear. You wanted to do an event, but you didn't because you were afraid of something. Raise your hand. No? Okay. Go ahead. It's definitely location. Finding the right venue for what you do. Or okay. the business that you have. I did. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It was sweets and chocolate and candy, and most venues don't allow that in their establishment. Most venues don't allow sweets and candy in their no. establishment? No. Why not, though? Messy outside food, things like that. So uh-huh. I would actually have yeah. courses because they offer food gotcha. and dessert. They yeah. want you to use your their. Spot. So there's none that will let you do it. I won't say none, but majority will not. No. But the, if the reason is we're not doing it because there's not a venue, but there are venues, there's not really a valid excuse. It's got to be something else. Am I right? Okay, let's let's put it over there. I just li- listen. I I am real big in it and examining the answers that we give ourselves. Because whatever reason you came up with, it's just a reason that holds you back, but it doesn't hold me back. It doesn't hold Donnie back. It's something that holds you back. It's not real. It's not a a real thing. Go ahead. What you got? Yeah, I'll say about 10 years ago, I was like a big networker here. You know one of my boys too, Dave, Kevin Harris. Me and him, we did a lot of networking. And during that time, you could say that we're going to have this event on... 63rd Street. You ain't doing no event on 63rd Street no more. And then, if why, anything, why is because it's, it's so much stuff. Like Donnie said earlier, these are the areas that are always on the news. You know what I'm saying? So, you have to be very careful when you choose to have an event these days because people are seriously scared to, to risk of a drive-by because they're watching the news and everybody's terrified. What about 65th Street? 65th Street, too. <laughs> Same thing, you know. So, there got to be another street somewhere. Oh, man, bro. So, you know. Okay, example. Here's, listen, Which street I, are we on right now? Here's a, here's a crazy thing. Here's a crazy thing. Who was scared to come out here tonight? Nobody. We're so not why scared. not come out here? Well, me, so, myself, I didn't even know about this location. Yeah. Well, not even this location specifically. But the area. Why not come to an area where those things aren't happening? Even, even we live downtown. We live in the heart of downtown Chicago. And even downtown, 
it's certain places where you just don't want to be after a certain time. You know, so, man, it's, it's, it ain't no joke out here. I got you. I got, but my, my point is, here's the thing. Okay. Shh. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What's going on, family? Listen, I need you to stop what you're doing right now. There's two people listening to this. Somebody who wants to build a YouTube channel and make money off of their personality and their brand and their likeness. And there's also another group of people who want to do the same thing, but they don't want to use their face. David Omari has been teaching people how to build a faceless YouTube brand that makes money. You don't have to be in a video. You don't got to use your face. You don't got to use your voice. Nothing. But there are specific strategies to grow your YouTube channel. And he's been teaching people across the country. So listen, now is the time to get started. He's running a five-day challenge. I need you to go to ytachallenge.com forward slash social proof. There's a link below, but ytachallenge.com forward slash social proof. Go now. You got a bulletproof vest on? No? Y'all good? So whatever, who said yes? You got it on right now? Whatever excuse you come up with in your head for the reason you can't do something is going to be real, but only to you. It's not reality. There's always a fear. One of my favorite stories, I was watching this movie um, from, uh, who made Jaws? Was it Steven Spielberg? So he started telling this story about how they had like this mechanical fish, like this mechanical like shark. And he said something happened during recording and it broke, it stopped working. So they had to improvise. So what they did was they got like this little motor and they pulled, it was underneath and it was like these little boxes, like these little crates. They set it up to where it seemed like the shark had these little boxes or crates floating on the water and that's how you knew where the shark was. And they'll play the, the music, and you see the boxes, right? But you don't see the shark. It's just a motor moving it along. And they found out that the movie is scarier if you don't see the thing that you're supposed to be afraid of. As soon as you see the shark, it's like, oh, that's a shark. I know how to manage that. Oh, I'll stab it. I'll punch it in the face. I'll run away from it. But if you can't see the thing, it's a lot scarier. Most of the thing that you're afraid of, you haven't even seen ever. You're afraid to do your first event because you think nobody's going to show up, but you've never done an event where nobody showed up. And if you did do an event that nobody showed up, you realize you didn't die. So, I mean, give me another excuse for sure why you haven't done an event, and we'll talk about it. Who's not you? Let's do it. Sounds like you got a good one. I don't have an excuse, but I have done multiple events in Chicago. Some were great, and some I fell on my face yeah. and only a couple people showed up. No, I did not die. But I think the the key is it's marketing. It's marketing. It's not necessarily location. We were on 87th Street. Okay. Come on. It's not about location. It's about getting your message and getting the information to the right people. Um, as for entrepreneurial events that are just like overall, I don't see many of those. There are a lot of industry specific, yes, but I don't see a lot of like, hey, let's just all get together, no matter what industry, come through. So, anybody else? And anybody got I, a good reason? Also, a good looking one. For, we're Chica- looking for reasons right Chica- now. A good one? Chicago is a really real estate-based city, so they have a lot of the specifics. But also to say safety is. When you an say issue. real estate-based, what do you mean? So investing in real estate this is chicago is a real estate city this is where people come to make money as far as multi-millionaires it's in a real estate space i thought it was like popcorn no who told you that 
Y'all got Chicago popcorn? What? That is not where we Y'all make do our money. Some good popcorn. We have good popcorn, but that is not where we make our money. And also no. to just say safety and say 63rd Street, but yet we all would complain about services not being in our areas. You can't say that if you're not throwing the events in your okay, area. Okay, so what is the problem? What's the, we're looking for the problem. It I know is, everybody wants is, the mic, but is what is fear. the problem? It is fear, it's and it's fear. people not wanting to come together and work together okay. because someone's going to be bigger than another person. Mm. So it's ego. Ego. I'll give him the mic real quick because he, okay. he was asking. Wait, we'll come right back yeah. to you. So it's, it's ego. Everybody, especially in the cities, but in a lot of inner cities and even in our culture. So that's, that's why you hear a lot of back and forth. Culturally, we are very egotistical. If when you, you say we, who are you talking about? Us as black people. You want to be specific? Black people in Chicago? No, black or, people. Okay. Black, black so people. So y'all's just, ego here in Chicago amongst the black people is different than the ego in Atlanta? No, the it's people. the same. It's the same. Okay. We, we have an ego because I don't want to make this just a Chicago thing. No, we really have an ego problem. We believe... We, I, I don't want to share my information with this brother because I think he's going to be better than me. I don't want to share my... Where do you get that from? We've been culturally impacted. This is how... This at, is, no, no, no. I'm asking where you got that idea from, that notion from. That notion? I watched it. Gr- growing, up, growing up here, if you want to make it here, growing up here, mm-hmm. I've watched... A brother not tell me how he made money because he didn't. He thought, oh, the moment the moment this brother makes it, so I you gotta, watch a brother do that, and that becomes your reality. Okay, I can give you that one. One person out of eight billion people, and you, you say right. this is how we are. You understand what I'm saying? Like the 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 things that we come up with in our head are real only to us because there's. Believe it or not, there's somebody, I don't know who it is, but there's somebody in Chicago who had a totally different experience. And they're like, nah, we show love in Chicago. And we had any experiences here in Chicago, or is everybody here in Chicago under the belief that nobody wants to share information with nobody? You understand? Yes. Oh, so, can you, oh, y'all hear me. Hi, my name is Veronica. Thank you all for having me here. Um, we have a networking event that we have, we host once a month with different type of entrepreneurs that's willing to share information and help other people. So I can pass that information out. We have one on the 21st. Y'all are more than welcome to come and share the information with us. So but we got the idea from Dave. From <laughs> so the let me interject real quick. I'm hearing a lot right now. And I haven't heard one valid excuse yet as to why you guys aren't popping in terms of events. Now, somebody said, oh, we have a ton of events, but it doesn't seem like the rest of the room feel that way. And I think no matter what street you're on, no matter who has been trying to gatekeep, like there are streets in Atlanta, there are whole zip codes in Georgia that you don't want to drive in, let alone do an event in. We literally just purchased an entire building for some reason in that very same zip code, right? In Young Thug's hood, for in, real. In, in Young Thug's real hood, right? Oh, there man. are going to be people, there are people who gatekeep information in our city, just like they do here. There are people who don't want to be the first to start anything in our city, just like there is here. The difference, though... Would you, are you guys familiar with like the entrepreneurship circle and kind of movement that we've created in Atlanta that we're a part of? The difference is that we don't buy into those excuses, right? 
if you don't like your street, do it on another street. If they won't do suites in that building, let's find a building who, that will. If this person is gatekeeping, let's go find the people who want to share the information. The reason that you guys are not networking the way you should be networking here in this room is because of you. It's because of something that's connected to a thought or an experience. It's something connected to a past experience or some thought of what somebody told you would happen if you do a thing. You are in this room right now, and I want to make sure, we want to make sure that you maximize this experience because it sounds like there's a problem in your head, but it doesn't sound like the problem is real. Now, you want to do some events? You want to have some networking? We're going to suggest that you start right here in this room. There are about 100, maybe more people in this room that came for information, but let me tell you why they came. They came because it's us. They came because it's George and Carter. They came because it's Donnie and David. If Keisha, Keisha, raise your hand. Is there a Keisha in the room? I just threw that out there. <laughs> Do you, you love a, me? Hold on. You just assumed there was a Keisha in the room? Keisha. That is racist. Is there, oh! In Chicago, it got is, to be a Keisha. Is there a Brian in the room? Brian, stand up, Brian. If Brian throws his flyer out on the internet today, it is as important for you to purchase your VIP ticket to Brian's event as it is to the Social Proof and Melanin Money event. Yes? Yes. Because here's the thing, you guys. We get so excited to go to events and learn from the people who are on the stage when really it's the people who are right next to you that are going to help you jump the furthest, move the furthest, push the needle along the furthest and the fastest in your particular business. It's nice to see these people who have created something online and you want to be connected to that. And we're not saying don't do that. But what I am saying is don't overlook the people that you have right next door to you in your neighborhood, in your high rise, in your brownstone, wherever it is that you are. Don't overlook these people. And let's just say, hey, you want to do an event? What's the purpose of the event? What are we going to teach somebody? What's the result that we want somebody to have? Who in here wants to do an event? Raise your hands high if you want to do an event. Okay, put your hands down. Who in here enjoys attending events? Hmm. The people whose hands are not raised. Why are you here? Who are the people in the room that enjoy attending events? And he in the button down, like, I'm firm on mine. I don't. How many people your wife or your husband brought you and you really didn't want to go? And they were just like, yo, we going? No, yo, you're not going to raise your hand, right? Why are you here? You don't like events, though. I mean, there are some people that are introverted and they don't like yeah. about being around humans like that. Well, introverted at an event is like, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to talk to anybody. But I will be in the room. And so that's a major component. Like, you have to decide, number one, you have to dispel the idea that somebody in Chicago, in this whole entire city of Chicago, can't successfully take the lead and start doing some events. We've got to dispel the idea that everybody is trying to hold us back. That's not true. Okay? We've got to dispel the belief. Oh, you can sit down. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You've got to dispel the belief that our neighborhood is so dangerous. It is dangerous here. I'm very concerned that we got Chicago and Detroit in the room at the same time. <laughs> but there are other streets. And we have to say, even if I don't want to speak up at the event, I'm going to attend the event, get the information, and maybe you'll learn to actually start speaking up. Oh, now the introvert got his hand raised. You want to say something? <laughs> you want to say? Okay, well, we got a mic for him real quick. Let's do it real quick. Let's pass that mic like we have somewhere to be. 
Yeah, so uh, my name is Dion, and uh, I, I really don't like dealing with people on a, on a, a, a whole lot, but I, I'm a pastor, so I deal with people on a Sunday to Sunday Wait a basis. minute. <laughs> yes, it's, it's different. It's different. It's different. Pastor. I can, I can care for you your soul. just wait one moment, okay? I can care for your soul. I don't Hold like your horses. Talk. You don't, don't like dealing like with people. But let, me, but let me give you my, uh, my perspective. Let him finish his statement. Hold on. Let me on. give you my perspective. So, so growing up in Chicago, um, it's a very political city. And to the, the comment mentioned earlier about real estate, um, Chicago is on lock, especially when it comes to real estate, when it comes to business, when it comes to power. And so black persons in Chicago have never really had opportunities unless it was in the funeral business and a few other things. So there's a culture that's been established in the city that we, we don't have the opportunities. And then there's a lack of exposure. So I'm only here because I went to college with Cortland. So I have a connection. So I'm here because I see the impact and I know there's a lot to learn, but I don't necessarily need to come to an event to learn. I'm driven by myself. I invest in myself, YouTube University, but I'm willing to come out here. A lot of people don't have a plan, and so because they give into the myth that Chicago has given to the black community, we've believed it. We need the plan, and I think if we get the plan with enough investment, we can actually see some change. Okay. Um, all right. Huh? Yeah, I mean, we're not scared. We're not scared, but I, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. He had a lot of loaded statements in that statement. And um, I was trying to figure out which one to like talk about. But here, here's the thing: let's talk about building a community. Cool. So, um, I think I think one of the first things we have to decide is. Uh, do we want to be a leader of people? Anyone not want to be a leader of people? Okay. You are a leader of people. Who you be leading? The diaspora. The diaspora? It's the diaspora, man. You ain't leading the diaspora. Oh, my gosh. You see what's going on? Hey, how you going to lead the diaspora? It's not even something. It ain't said like that. Have you ever been embarrassed for somebody? <laughs> the diaspora. Okay. All right. All right. I, okay. You're the leader of the people of the diaspora. It's cool. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. We have to decide if we want to lead people or not. And this is not an easy task. It's not an easy decision. Being a leader of people gives... It's full of responsibility. But you have to decide. It's just interesting that people say, yo, I'm supposed to be doing something great. I know I'm called to be doing something great. I know my voice is supposed to be heard throughout the, the nation. But we just don't do anything. But I think first we just got to decide, are we going to lead people or not? I think one of the reasons that we don't have as many events as you like, whether it's general entrepreneurship, is because you just haven't started it yet. In 2000, probably 11, 2011-ish, while I'm still working at the Cheesecake Factory, I'm building this t-shirt brand called Sleep is for Suckers, and it's geared towards entrepreneurship and people that's losing sleep doing what they love. 
And my philosophy was, if I can get around enough people that are all going in the same direction, not even people that are super up, I'm talking about just people that are going in the same direction, we could all become successful. So I got these videos from, like, of my house. My coworkers come into my house after work, and we're working on T-shirt concepts and T-shirt designs for the brand. Now, I did say I'm going to get a bottle. Okay, we're going to have some girls there cooking. That was just my way of getting people there. But I knew I had to get people around me. I just, and it's not, it wasn't this. It was like four of us. Some of my homegirls from work, some of my homeboys from work. We get together. I had one design, the logo. And I put the logo on the front and the logo on the back. That was the whole design. But I, I would plug my, my computer up to the TV and I, used to, I was using Photoshop, and I changed the shirt color from black to red and make the logo white and say, hey, what y'all think? And they were like, nah, yo, bro, here's what you do. Keep the white logo, but make it a green shirt. So I clicked the little green. Green, what y'all think? they like, nah, take the green, make the logo instead of white, make it black. And this was the conversation on how I was building the brand, but I was started building, building a community. When I, when I did my first fashion show, it was a fashion show in the club, most of the models were guests. Guess who? Strippers. <laughs> no, man. Follow the story. It was my coworkers. My first models were my coworkers. We would go out. It was a young lady um, named Kayla. She worked at, uh, at DTLR, and she had this camera. She's like, oh, I'm going to be a photographer. Save the money, got a camera. And then I got out, a couple of my coworkers. We- What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back. And it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th. Two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? 
Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal we did our first photo shoot in this area called atlantic station in atlanta and we got kicked out but we got the pictures i have the videos to prove it but that was me having an idea saying, look, I need to get some people together. Not a hundred, not a thousand. Who's coming with me? Y'all got some people that y'all can put in a room and say, let's just mastermind? Yes? Yes. 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 We have the mic? Yes. We have the mic? Here you go, mama. There you go. Okay. I have the community. I have the people. How do I, I was just talking to Cleo about this. How do I get the people to want to do the work for themselves? If I'm leading the people, I cannot even go further because I have to keep coming to, you had the photographer with the camera and she was like, oh, we're going to take the pictures. But I cannot even do the event because I'm like, Clint, you remember you got the camera. This your time, girl. This your time right now. Like, how do I get her to do the work? See, even in my business, I will do this, this Saturday coming up. We, have a, we do small business Saturdays. We have like a market of entrepreneurs. But I got to tell you, why is your logo not in on time so it can meet the flyer? Why are you not promoting this with me? Like, they like, oh, well, you got that many followers. It's, no, but you, we both need to, this need to be a mutual beneficial thing. So that's why I, I throw events. I don't care to, but it's because my issue is getting people to do the work, not just me doing all the work. All right, so the thing about, the, it, there's a few layers to this, Okay. One, we cannot drag everybody along with us. Say this out loud. I cannot drag everybody with me. When you are an eagerly ambitious person, you want everybody around you to be equally ambitious. You want everybody, you see the potential in people and you're like, but if you just do it, I know that you could be something. I know that you could fix your situation. I know what you're capable of. And that might be true for that person, just not on your timeline, right? Not on your timeline. So the first thing that you have to understand is you simply can't drag everybody along with you. But if you really want to move a group of people or an individual, you become first. And I know that was first on your list, but it fit here. 
You become something first. It's really, really difficult to convince people to do something that you see in them unless you've done something at a very high level. So as I'm moving throughout my own entrepreneurship journey, I'm, I'm trying to tell people that are close to me like, hey, you really should start this business. You should really do this thing. And, and it even caused some riff in some of my friendships because I am friends with amazingly smart, qualified, capable people. And I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm progressing, I'm moving up. And now I'm getting further and further and further and further away from these day one connections because it's not that I feel like I'm better than them, but I've developed this frustration, this resentment. Like if I'm doing it, why aren't you doing it? If I'm doing it, why can't you do it? I had to understand, number one, I hadn't done enough. And with those particular friends, we always have these ideas. You ever talk to somebody all the time and every time you run into them, it's like, girl, we need to do this. Guy, we need to partner in this. We're going to partner. Let's do something. No, for real, for real, for real. This time when we get to this time, we're going to do it. Well, the people who are closest to you have been so closely connected to your journey. They know how you stop and start. They know some of your guilty pleasures. They know you're up and down on the journey. So they feel justified. They feel validated, right? So you have to move and elevate at such a far enough pace and put enough distance as to where now they're admiring you and every time they're in your energy, in your circle, they're uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable because it forces them to look at themselves like, oh man, if Donnie comes around, she's going to be wanting to talk about what I've accomplished. If Donnie comes around, she's going to be updating us with a new idea or a new goal. If Donnie comes around, well, you become that friend that when you come around, it makes people want to be better. We can't always just tell people, this is what you should be doing. People don't listen. You don't listen. There's somebody you're not listening to, right? People don't listen. You be better, and by your actions, you help people to become what they want to become. And you just remain available as a resource. But you will lose friendships trying to force somebody. We've both got really close friends that we've tried to nudge. And it really does create this resentment. And we end up spending time like this in spaces trying to figure out, why can't I get my friend? And that's not even really what you want to be learning here, right? And let's just stop partnering with the wrong people. Sometimes you become so desperate to move an idea along that you'll partner with whoever is available to discuss it with you. And that person had all kinds of red flags out of the gate. They had all kinds of red flags from day one. They showed up to the meetings late. They never had any ideas to contribute. They want you to do all this work, but they don't want to do anything. And you want to do something that, caught, that, that requires an investment with this person? You want them to market? You want them... And in your case, in so many other cases, you have to partner with people based on what they bring to the table. Okay? So I can't partner with certain people if I need marketing. If I need someone to partner with and I want them to be responsible for promoting this event, well, that might, be, that might not be their lane. They're not showing up on... So when have I ever seen them show up on social media marketing an event, promoting a flyer? My expectations are out of alignment. So maybe that person is the talent. Maybe that person is the person who just comes and performs the day of. They're not going to be the person to do the marketing. They're not going to be the person to negotiate the business behind the scenes. You have to also identify the skill set or the gift that those people bring to the table. And then you can help people move them along. Because people want to move along in what they're great at, not what you have assigned them. You got to do the work. 
you just have to do the work. The girl that, that took the picture, you're like, oh, well, she was ambitious. No, she wasn't. I said, I'm about to go find a photographer. And she said, oh, I'll do it. I said, all right, come on. She knew that I was going to get one anyway. So I met Reese. Where you at, Reese? Where Reese at? He in the back. So how long have we been working together? About two years. I met Reese. He came just to hang out. Uh, he started recording with another person that was on my team. And he was like, yo, I just shoot videos. I don't edit them. Right? That was the first thing he told me. He was like, I don't edit them. I just, I just shoot. That's what I do. And uh, he just he, he came along more and more. And I wasn't expecting Reese to shoot and edit my content. But because we're going to get this content shot and edited regardless, eventually he takes some of the footage that he shoots and starts editing. Like, yo, what about this? I'm like, yo, that's dope. Now he does mad stuff. I mean, it's, his growth has been incredible in the last two years. Obviously, we all still have some things we need to work on. I'm growing. He's growing. But he understands that we are going to get this thing done regardless. And I think if I'm moving in a direction, you just, the whole team just got to keep up. Y'all, If you don't keep up, you've got to go. If you do keep up, you'll continue to grow and we'll continue to grow together. But I'm not under the mindset of that I need a team. I've never needed a team. Some of us are thinking we need to have a team. We got to find our team. I've never needed a team. I needed somebody that's going to do something for me. I need a person that's going to hit record. I'll just pay that person. It's not on my, you're not on my team. I'll just pay you. How much is it going to cost for you to make this flyer? You don't got to be on my team. I just need to make a flyer. If you don't make it, I'm making it. I used to set up the cameras, shoot the cameras, edit the footage, upload to YouTube, upload to the audio, promote it, pull my own clips. I did all of it. So nobody can tell me. Like I, I was, I, It was a guy that I was working with. He said, man, it's taking me three hours to edit this, uh, this, this episode. I said, well, something's wrong with you then. That's what I told him. It don't take three hours. He said, no, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. I did it all myself, and I'll do it all myself right now. I don't, I'm, I, we need people. We need people. But there's not one person that you need. We all need people. Listen, if I said, yo, Donnie, I ain't feeling you no more. I'm going to move to Australia. She's going to continue to grow. She doesn't need me. We work well together. But it's not like there's a reliance here, which is why we keep growing. So some of y'all are looking for your team. You're looking for somebody to do the stuff that you ain't willing to do. We work. So you're not going to be able to lead a group of people if you're not willing to do the work without them. You need to have two, three people that's coming together. Yo, I'm about to do this event. I'm about to get together. We're going to work on whatever we're working on. It might be two or three of y'all. And you watch it grow to four, five, six. But here's the key. There's got to be some sort of noticeable growth out of this little gathering that you guys have. Because if you start building something, people are like, yo, I see what you're doing. I, oh, you, you are, oh, yeah, man, we get together every Wednesday. Oh, we work on it. We, we take this little time and we work. Oh, I want to come. That's how we started. Am I right? I'm laughing because I am thinking back to what was it, 2015, 2016? So you guys think David and I just got together for social proof. We've been working together, business partners, in some capacity since like 2015. And uh, I remember when Dave and I met ironically, at a networking event. (laughs) We met at a random... Well, it wasn't random. We met at a networking event, and I went to visit his T-shirt kiosk because he was selling T-shirts in the mall. 
And at that time, I was one of the leaders in the network marketing event. And I went to visit to support this little guy that I met at this networking event, right? She's making more money than me at this time. <laughs> Way more. I and think my perception, though, was that I was making a lot of money. I you were making it. great money. You were uh, making good money. So we talk gross. and, you know, I kind of sunned him. I'll be there. I'll come to your little kiosk and buy some T-shirts. Anyway, I go and we end up talking for like three hours. And it was at that kiosk moment that we said we're going to do some work together. You know what we did? We immediately started planning and doing some work together. So I remember being on the phone and we're planning like this event for entrepreneurs, this entrepreneurs exchange, I think is what it's called. Entrepreneurs exchange. It's an event that we wanted to do with just some entrepreneurs. And our very first goal was just to get 25 people in the room. We wanted to get 25 people in the room. I believe the tickets were like $20. Probably 10. Probably 10. <laughs> it was like a $20 or so ticket, 25 people in the room. We didn't have a goal. All we knew, all we knew is that we wanted to impact entrepreneurs. That's it. We didn't care about getting 500 people in the room. We didn't care about getting 100 people in the room. We wanted 20 people, 25 people who would listen to us who would come in this room and we could walk around the table. And the most important thing for us at that time was we wanted to feel and touch everything. Like we wanted to be able to walk through the room and touch and look over your work and see what you were doing and actually have actionable results at the end of the day. That's how it started. And the David and Donnie dynamic began to grow from one entrepreneur's exchange to another entrepreneur's exchange, to another entrepreneur's exchange. And every single time we could fit it on our calendar, we didn't take six months to put those events together. We took like six hours. Every single time we both had availability on our calendars, like, what's up? You want to do an entrepreneur's exchange event tomorrow? Sure. We didn't have a team. We did everything for the first event. If we brought in a guest speaker, we found them. If there was a flyer to be made, I think we made the first flyer I on Canva. Made the flyer. No, I made it on Photoshop. <laughs> you did it on Photoshop? Yeah. We made the first flyers on, on Photoshop. We're setting up the cameras. We put our own mics on. David was over there doing the music while I'm on stage, and I'm like, we ready? We ready? I start the, the show. He turns the music down. He joins me on stage. One of the biggest reasons that we're not doing that in this community or in this circle is because we're afraid of having people see us at the beginning. You don't want people to see you starting. You don't, you don't want the room because you don't admire the room with just 25 qualified people in it. You want 100 people showing up for you. You want 500 people showing up for you. You want the videographer who's going to do the recap by the end of the event because that's what you saw. But that's what you see today it's nowhere near where we started. And let me say this. If David and I had to set it up from scratch today on our own, we would. Hey, first off, you was in your room. We did set this Period. up. Period. Okay? Like, like, Reese told me they did it. He didn't tell me that you did it. I was there that first hour and a half, but then I left. Yo, and here's what's crazy. And Reese. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so proud of them. So, I, first off, I'm coming a few hours early to set up cameras and stuff. It's just what I do, right? Because I used to do it myself. So I'm, I'm like, all right, well, we're going to do this, this, set the chairs up this way. And then I had to go take a call at 5. And I, I was like, Reese, I'm going to be going from 5 to 7, bro. Do you got it? <laughs> he was like, yeah, man, what are you talking about? I said, Zell, Zell, I got to go. Okay, I got to take this call. Do y'all got it? 
He's like, yeah, we got it. No problem. He said, man, go take your call. We good. And that was, that's really one of my, this is like one of my first times of letting go and understanding they got it. So give them a round of applause, please. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So Don't discount the ladies because Brianna yes. and Deja and Kay. For sure. I we're moving some chairs in boys. this thing too. Yes. Okay. But my, my, my point in all of that was. We like this. It, it don't take nothing to get it done. If, like, okay, we can set it up for this event. I know that to set it up for this event, right? But I set it up in my living room when I'm shooting my own entrepreneurship one-on-one videos. Anybody ever been following me that long? You see entrepreneurship one-on-one videos? You seen them? That was a camera on a tripod at a black whiteboard. Sounds weird, but it's a black board with neon markers. I set it up. I'm wearing like my shirt. I changed my outfits. Still wearing hoop shorts. I just. You can't see the shorts. You know what I mean? But I set it up. I set my own mic up, and I'm recording my own content. Take the content and put it on. Here's the problem. You're measuring what you're going to do today against what you see here today. (laughs) I'm in my one-bedroom apartment setting up my camera and my own mic, and I say, I'm going to figure this thing out. There's three, four people at my house that have a common goal of let's figure out how we can make some money in here. How can we all leave the Cheesecake Factory? It's three or four of us. But you don't want to do the three or four because you see a hundred here. You understand? Why don't you just start something in your city? Here's what's cool too. If four of y'all just put together your own little group and y'all started growing as 10 of y'all, y'all all come together, it's 40 people in a room. But you don't want to start small. Let's just start practicing our influence. Why don't we? Let's just practice. Can you get a couple? You can get, some friend, you can get your friends to the club. And how hard do you try to convince them? Come on, we got the VIP section. I know the promoter. If we get there before 11, we get in for free. You don't even have to have the VIP section to get a group. Girl, brunch. They got shrimp and grits. Girl, that man keeps stressing you out. Come on, let's go. You don't need him. You that friend. Who that friend? Who that for? She said, I am. Yep. I'm single. I don't want everybody. If you are the friend that can get people to brunch, (laughs) if you're the friend that can get people to brunch, you can get them to church, you can get them to come over for a day party at your home, you can get them at the rooftop, you can get an event going. You can get something significant going, something that's going to move you further along along the path. And David is absolutely right. Start with two of you. Practice. And then bring somebody else next time. Like, most people think I'm so extroverted, but I'm really an introvert. I'm an introverted extrovert. Yeah, she's a blend. I have my moments, right? I like to people when I like to people. Can I tell them when I found out you were like that? Tell them. I don't know. Are you telling me too? I'm out of t- Yeah. No, we talked about it. So this is a few years ago. And like, the Dottie that I know, is, yo, she on stage, killing it. All the people, when she get on stage, she talking to everybody. I'm like, yo, she's super extroverted. This is a few years ago. She's single at this point. And you single now? Never mind, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Brother in the back, like, no, let her answer. Let her answer. <laughs> so one of my friends comes to uh, my venue. And, like, we always talk about relationship stuff. And she's like, is, is he single? I'm like... I don't know, Donnie. Ask him. You're powerful. You're a boss. 
She's like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. So we all start talking in this, in this group. And Donnie is sitting there like this. And I'm like, what's up? Where's the whole conversation about entrepreneurship and empowerment? Like social butterfly? As soon as we get away from that group, she's like, okay, just, uh, just give him my number. I said, Donnie Wiggins. That story ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But I didn't want to tell record, you. For the record, I don't remember <laughs> that ever happening oh, in life. Oh, that one. At the club, at the complex, we was outside. Who was the guy? You want no, to say it on no, the mic? No, 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 no. I'll let him know. Don't. Did I ever date him? <laughs> no, you didn't date him. Is but you're super shy. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, so, um, gosh, that just made me lose my train of thought. My bad. I'm Is he you. fine? No, I don't know. What you mean? No, he's not. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. So I remember, like, I like being around who I like to be around. When I'm in environments like this, I'm a social butterfly. But I get exhausted really easy. So I'm going to be on. Like, after this, we're talking, we're chopping it up. As soon as I get back to the hotel, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so glad this is over. Because talking a lot gives me anxiety in certain groups, right? You oh, remember God. this day. You yeah, remember I do that remember, day. That, remember day. that day. And he fine. <laughs> <laughs> David, uh, it used to just be me and him. We just, we're meeting, you know, it's just us. We're planning things. We're doing business. And the events were... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Always just like me and him are going to do something. And then I remember there's a time where he's like, hey, my friend such and such is going to come join us. Is that cool? And I'm like, yeah, sure. That's cool. And then the next time he's like, yo, I want to invite you over into this circle with these guys. Is that cool? I'm like, how many people? I'm really nervous to be around this many strangers where I have to. Because sometimes the nervousness comes from you having to show that you have some value, too. And some of you are afraid to display your value. You don't want to get into these rooms because you have to open up your mouth and talk to people who are doing things at a high level. And Dave is like dragging me into these rooms and rooms that I didn't feel like I needed to be in. Like I make money. I'm fine. It's totally fine. I don't have to be in these rooms. And I start getting in these rooms and you find out how much more money you can actually be making. And now we're in these circles with people that 
used to, I don't know if, I didn't know them. I, I just didn't want to be around. If I'm being totally honest, I don't want to be around. I'm cool with me and my buddy right here and we're doing what we do. But you're not going to grow as wild as your imagination, as big as your imagination, if you don't get into bigger rooms. If you're not doing this yourself, you should never let out-of-towners come to your city again and sell out an event before you start your first one. That's right. We clapped that up. We clapped that up. And I'm not talking about you feeling like you have to sell out an event. This is an event. What are we doing? This is a mastermind right here. That's an event. Getting together, four people, sitting down, talking about the same idea, and coming up with an end result, that's an event. I need y'all to do that next week. So, does anybody have an idea as we're talking? You have an idea of getting together a small group of people? And it's not even for them. It's really for you. You need the community. Can you get... Can you get three or four people together at a coffee shop? Answer the question. Yes. Raise your hand if you think you get five people together at a coffee shop. What about ten? Free. No money. Here's the hack. Here's the hack. If you put people together, they don't have to pay anything, and you could do that on a regular basis, you became a leader, but two, you've created value for yourself. So if I come to your city and I'm like, yo, I'm about to do this event and you hit me like, yo, I got this small group of people. It's like 12, 15 of us to get together. Like, we can come through. I could bring my people. And now you become valuable to me because you're filling up my event now. This is going to be pastor's message this coming Sunday. I'm telling you. Get three or four people together. Bring them to church, okay? It's going to be... Pastor's going to be like, we need to, we need to build community in here today. We're going to grow this community. Each person, each two bring two. That's, that's going to be the message. Let's just try. Each can one, just, reach one, that's your message. Can we just try? Can you just try? Just test your own influence? Just test your own influence. And use these events. So an event doesn't have to be a large number of people. It's four. If y'all were together right now doing something at somebody's house, it's an event coffee shop event but let's take it a step further use that one event with the four of you the six of you the 10 of you the 20 of you to build for the next event we really build business from event to event an event can be a webinar an event can be a challenge an event can be something in person we're really building our business from event to event but here's the thing don't gatekeep somebody up here said that don't gatekeep You have somebody who's there. Y'all share responsibility in taking your cell phone and getting content at this event. So, little dry erase board flip chart. You're writing out the ideas. You're taking notes on what's being talked about. When it's your turn to talk, you're drawing it out. You're mapping it out. Somebody else, one of the four, taking content of this. You're posting it, and now people are interested in you. Oh, what was she doing? What was he doing? What are they teaching about? Maybe I can come next time. And now those four people turn into eight people, turn into 12 people, turn into 16. Not only that, the group, the audience that you're looking to attract, that you're looking to be an authority over, that you're looking to say, hey, I can help you do a thing. They see you helping these four, six, 10, 12 people do that thing. You're mapping it out. You're drawing it out. You're not worried, worried about overly produced content. It's just you, your cell phone, and the three people that's in the room with you, and you're mapping it out. Now we're talking about showing our work. 
Now when people are saying, hey, do you have proof? Well, it started right here in this room full of four people. I have evidence. I have content of me teaching. I put that on the internet. What do you think that's going to do? More people are going to want to connect and be a part of that room, a part of that mastermind. But then you got customers now. Oh, she does know what she's talking about. He does know what he's talking about. Other people are here. You know when you're going on social media and you're looking to do business with somebody and we're scrolling through the page now because that's our validation step, that's our due diligence? And I don't know about you, but I go onto these pages and I'm looking for people who appear to know you in real life. And I'm looking for the comments that they're leaving to see if I can trust this person, if this person is a good, credible person with integrity. You're establishing yourself as an authority. You're establishing yourself as someone with integrity because other people are in that room with you and you're teaching them something. They're taking notes. Don't take for granted the value in small beginnings. For sure. Uh, Here's another hack, and we can write this down. It's called community infiltration. I made it up myself. Community infiltration. Spell infiltration for the people who can't. We don't have time. You... (laughs) Come on, I'll help you. I I know how to say it. <laughs> you know you know how to say something. You know to, like, Sound it spell out. Diaspora. Never mind. Wait, they're they're over there like she over there like girl, did she just put him on the spot to spell that real quick? Yes. I put him on the spot. Sp- spell diaspora. Just playing. All right, so no, 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 no. so this do, is y'all. this is something that really, really helped me, guys. It's something that really helped me. I found other communities and became a part of the other communities. If you're not ready to build your own community, that simply means you need to join one. There are communities here. Here's what's crazy. I have a bigger group, I have a bigger community in Chicago than a lot of you in Chicago. I just had breakfast with our morning meetup group in Chicago this morning. Did we have breakfast? We had a good time? We just, it wasn't no like public display or nothing like that. It was like, we get together. When I say I'm in Chicago, we, I take my, my community to breakfast. The cities that I go to, I just pay for their breakfast. But you could be a part of that community. This is the sales pitch of morning meetup. Okay, let me just try this real quick. <laughs> so we got a group that we meet every single morning. Okay? Sit down. We do, we do though, we do though. But it's a group of us, like hundreds of people are on a call every single morning. But what happens is, this isn't a promotion for me and my community. The people that were at that breakfast now can build their own community. There's a group out in Florida, uh, uh, my homie Tamika. It's not that I said, hey, y'all that's in this community, y'all should do something together in Florida. A young lady said, yo, who all in this community is in Florida? And they got this own little group chat together. I went out there. It was like 20 of them that got together. But they get together every single month. So it was one person that was in the community that started gathering people out of the community to create, the, create their own. Got it? Can y'all think of it? Yes? Yes. Hold on. Pass that mic back. It may take a little bit. Do y'all know any communities here that you can be a part of? Anybody? Yeah. You know? You got some? Okay. Go for it. What you got? So I'm from Baltimore. We we don't have a community. What? We we don't. We don't have You like, don't have communities in Baltimore? N- no, not no. We don't. Like it's just everybody do their own thing. It's everybody? not like everybody. I mm. promise you. In that little 
small city. I think Ronnie Brown might disagree with that outcome. Ronnie right? gonna disagree with that. I think I is think he from Baltimore? She is. Yes. With, with well, a with, huge community. Well, hmm. yeah, I I I I'm I no community. Like well, I'm just, it's just to dispel it's not everybody. Okay, right. So I if I would love to join a community because I I think out the box. Like I wanna have a nonprofit and I wanna do a lot of things, but like my I own a lab, so that's just kind of new. Like nobody really does that in Baltimore. Real quick, you there's you you really believe there's no group of people that come together in Baltimore. I'm tr- I'm being honest. I I really believe that. I would love to see it. I would okay. love to be in it. All right. Okay. So wherever you're watching this video, in the comments right now, if you are in Baltimore and you are an in, and interested in building an entrepreneurship community, or you know of one. Right now, we want you to drop it in the comments on our on wherever you're watching this video. Let me ask you, because you live there, though, yeah, right? I do. Are you confident in your answer? I, I am. Okay, I, okay, okay. Bet, okay. <laughs> Let's make a bet. If I can find an entrepreneurial community, uh-huh. if I can find one in Baltimore, uh-huh. you give me a thousand. <laughs> if I cannot, if I cannot... Give me, give me 24 hours. If I cannot find it, I'll give you a thousand. Okay. But if I, but if I can't find it, you give me a thousand. Okay. Okay, great. You got a thousand in your cash app? I, I, I don't use cash app. I can sell you. You got Zell? Okay, don't sell it to me. Let's sell it to me. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to sell Donnie at the end of this. Okay. I'm telling you this is a bad bet. I mean, I'm just I know, warning you. I know it's just a bad so y'all bet. know, I'm not I, taking advantage no, of her, no, right? No, no, I'm not so, taking advantage. What I will say is I know that you're going to find somebody, but okay. this is the thing. Yes. You got to pay for information. So what I want you to do is, is give it to me. If you're not going to give it to me, I, I, I don't mind well, giving it to you. Of course I'm going to give it to you because I want my money. That's what, so that's what I'm saying. The yes. point that I'm making is the reason that I'm giving the $1,000 because I know you're going to find one. It's not a problem. I know you're going to find one, but I want to. I want to know. Good, good, good. I find you so a big community so for fifteen hundred. So going once, <laughs> big community, big, big community over here. Going once. So here's the thing. I, I just want to know. I, I want you to notice what happened. You say there's no community. I say I'm going to find one. You said I'll give you the thousand because I know you're going to find one, which means that I can find one. You can. We just got to change the question. So where can I where find can I find a community in Baltimore? Yes, where can I the find the first a thing? In the first thing we need to do. The first thing we need to do is ask people on Facebook. Ask people. On you can Facebook. go to Eventbrite in your city, find social meetups. First off, there are. If you're telling me there's the club is a community. If you don't know it, I don't go to the club. You don't go to the club, but it's a community. Right? What I'm saying is there are church, there's community. There's a church there, ain't it? What I'm what I'm saying is if that's something that you really want, you have to know that there's a group of people doing it. And if by some chance that there's not, mm-hmm. that means you found a gap in the market. Right. Because we can't if it's not there, you can't truly believe that there's not other people just like you that were wishing, oh my gosh, I wish we could get together with some other people in a positive light. You know that to be true. Yeah, you're right. So we need to find it. I'm telling Listen, if you grab this mic and go against something I say, I'm going to prove you wrong. Period. 
just know that for the rest of this scenario. Give her a round of applause because we're going to find her a community in Baltimore. Thank you. You put it up. <laughs> Dottie just put it up. Baltimore, are there any entrepreneurship communities in your city? Uh, I want to plug some entrepreneurs ASAP. Is that easy? I literally just put that on my Instagram. For sure, it's there. That's what I'm saying, y'all. It's there. Whatever you believe to be true is probably wrong in somebody else's eyes. Y'all know most of my... Go ahead. ahead. I I was going to ask this question. If someone came to you and said, and let's say it's 15, 20 years ago, said there are going to be remote control cars that don't take gas and are going to drive themselves, you would say impossible. Nobody's about to get no car that drives itself. Only on the Jetsons. Only on the Jetsons. But you know who didn't tell? You know who didn't hear that it's impossible? Nobody. Somebody forgot to tell him. In his head, he says, oh, battery, car, we can make it. Run it. Run it. There's no community. Somebody says, oh, just a, a few people. I know some other entrepreneurs. Let's get together. There's no podcasting community. So I called a bunch of podcasters one day and said, hey, let's get together for lunch. And we all went to Olive Garden. And it was 10 of us. The next time, the next month, I said, yo, let's get these podcasters together. I'm like, yo, if you know any podcasters, tell them to come through. We're going to have a little meetup. The next time, it was 20 of us. There will probably be 40 the next time I do it. Because I know if there's a gap, if, there's, if it's not there, somebody's got to create it and I'm going to be the one. I forgot what I was about to say, but the next thought that I was thinking about is, in in all seriousness, the level of your success is always going to be congruent with the level of your belief. And so if you believe a thing that's limiting, then you will always be limited in that area, right? And we have to, we have to refuse to believe these lies, the ceiling that you're thinking is your ceiling right now will one day become your floor. One day, you want to make $100,000. There were several of you who had never done that before. And you're going to get to $100,000 in revenue, and you're going to realize, mm, my ceiling is now my floor. And then you're going to want to make $500,000, and you're going to get there one day, and you're going to say, mm, this is now my floor. And then it'll go on and on and on and on and on. But... You have to become very aware of your own limiting beliefs. Somebody complete this statement for me. Money doesn't grow on. What is money made of? Paper comes from? Okay. But we're quick to say when our children want something, money doesn't grow on. We're lying to them. We're teaching them a very limited belief. So I never taught my daughter that money didn't grow on trees. I've always shown her if there was something that I could not financially access today, I'll just go make more money. Trees are being planted every day. There's always more money. In my house, money absolutely grows on trees. Finish this saying for me. If it looks too... Say it again. If it looks too... If it looks too good to be true, it probably isn't. Well, would you rather it look hard? Does that, does that make it more believable for you? Does it looking hard make it more believable for you? Sometimes 
it is actually very simple. Sometimes the answer is as simple as calling four people in my phone to put an event together. But somebody would say, girl, if that looks too good to be true, well, would you want your, does your success have to look hard? You realize there are people who are just doing things the first time around. Like everybody's journey doesn't include like these ups and these low, 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 lows. Everybody doesn't have that in their journey. And you don't have to have it be a part of yours either. But what are you believing that is a limited belief? And so one of the exercises that I did maybe five or six years ago when I started to have to watch my mouth. I had to watch my mouth. Because I said a whole lot of nasty stuff out of my mouth. And I'm not talking about calling people five-letter B words. I'm talking about nasty stuff that was limiting my ability to create the future that I wanted to create for myself. We say we want to become seven-figure income earners, six-figure income earners, but we're afraid to invest in ourselves. We say that we want to build community and have a group of people around us, but we don't need to come to events. We say these ridiculous things. Now, I had this journal it was called Believe Bigger. It was my Believe Bigger journal, and this changed my life. Every single time I realized, I recognized, I thought or spoke a limiting belief, I would write it down in my journal. But I would immediately write the counter belief that actually was true. So, for example, money doesn't grow on trees, or I don't have the money to do that. The answer is always go make more money. If it looks too good to be true, no, I would like for it to look easy. Everything doesn't have to be, I believe, it's too hard, I can't do it, nobody in my area, I believe in my ability to figure it out. I need a team before I can do X, Y, and Z, again, I believe in my ability to figure it out. And so now when challenges come upon me, like in my own company, I'm not afraid of losing team. I'd be disappointed to lose somebody. I'd be disappointed because of the relationship that we've built and the vision that I have for my team. But if I lost someone on my team, the business still businesses. It's still going to grow. It's still going to. Why? Because I believe in my ability to figure it out. And based on my ability to figure it out, I've now attracted people who can help me figure it out. But it will not stop. So if you are somebody in this room that's saying, I can't do an event because I don't. I can't launch this new offer because the people. Nobody's buying Take nobody and everybody out of your vocabulary immediately because 100% of the time it doesn't apply. Facts. Give her a round of applause, y'all. We're about to jump into Q&A. Okay? We're going to jump into like some Q&A. We're going to take some questions. Um, y'all enjoying yourself so far? Yeah. We got some realizations, some moments. Why don't you tell them? You're okay. loud. Okay. <laughs> Check your, te your text message. I'm going to do this. Let me do this. Okay, okay. First off, okay, we're about to like put some more chairs on here. We need y'all to know. First off. First of all, can only, we use social on, proof? On. <laughs> only, only Chicago music, bro. I want some, I want some Common. I want some Lupe. Like, you feel can me? Can we in our podcast Give me a little dirt. Give me a little dirt. Oh, real quick. So, real quick. Um, so, we didn't record the, the uh, uh, Welcome to Another Edition of Social Proof. We did. We said it, but we didn't record it. Oh, Okay. So we got to do that real quick. We got to do that again, okay? Same energy? Yeah. Same energy? Okay, cool, cool, cool. You ready? Welcome to another episode of Social Proof Podcast. We are live from Chicago. Thank y'all in the building. Okay. Hey. All right. 
It is going down. Are we ready to get this thing started? Oh, absolutely. Donnie, what would you like to talk about? Huh, let's right, see, so David. We'll cut it right there. <laughs> All right, so listen, do me a favor. Three exchanges. Social media. Let's start with social media. I don't want to buy it. Come in and get your number. Three followers in the next three minutes, because we're about to just transition real quick, okay? Three, can you, can you connect with three? Do you see three people that you don't know? Okay, you got three minutes to fix it, okay? You ready? What we got? DJ. Yep. Hey, ho, 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 ho. You, you, you ain't check your text messages, bro. Because I'm working. Okay, okay. Okay, we're going to check. Fair enough, fair enough, fair We're going to check okay. the text, and we're going to close out social proof. Jesus Christ. We got a couple of links to drop. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Um, so, me. what did it say? Let's read it. It just says, try to rap by 845. It's 846. Oh, when we will come up, when y'all finish and announce it and transition, we'll make for a better vibe. <laughs> She's she not reading the whole so, text message. So, so, hey, uh, she's she not, she not reading the whole text enough? message, okay? Oh, look. Is it this too? I hate is that, is, uh, that's the main What's the first oh, one? Update. update. We're cutting Q&A and instead we'll have a networking hour, okay? Yeah. All right. With what? Oh, what? During this time, we're going to do some wine sampling. It'll okay. Take, it'll take place in the bar outside and we will have past Apps. Apps. Appetizers. 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 For, this is supposed to be in our group chat. I'm not, I don't know why you read it out loud. For all guests outside with music. We need the mu- insert music real quick. So insert music. At 930, we're going to transition VIP dinner and general admission. Okay. All right. We missed the music cue. If you got a little but, music. We gotta, why can't we do Q&A? Here's the good news. Here's the good news. Here's the good news. We don't have to. So, 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 so we ask them, would y'all rather have wine and hors d'oeuvres or Q&A? These are entrepreneurs, my These friend. These are CEOs. Are we serious? They're like, yo, I got wine at the crib. What you mean? What are we talking about right now? Y'all don't want to network, get wine, and appetize, even if you're not VIP? Whoa, 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 wait, Carter. Is there a way that maybe we can solicit Niggas the assistance? Niggas is hungry. Can we do hors d'oeuvres Can we, can we get Deja, Bree, and Kay, and Antoinette to help us? All right, with the wine. No, I need wine. Like, calm down. No, 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 drink no, here. no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Make some noise if you'd rather have the four of us up here for Q&A for the next 30 minutes. Make some noise. Oh, you... no, let them say it the way they want to say it. Though. Make some noise if you'd rather network, talk to us one-to-one while we amongst the crowd with the wine and the apps for the 30 minutes. Okay, 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 okay. Nah, the first that was equal. That was equal. The first that was equal. Was the... second one was not as strong. <laughs> Okay, I, if if y'all hey, first off, anything you can say to Dottie, you can say to my friends. <laughs> say it with your chest. So what I said was uh, that wasn't fair to the people who invested at VIP. VIP still gets the whole dinner. They get the whole dinner. A whole dinner. Let me hold on. Let's think about this real quick. Hold on, for okay. real. Keep the cameras rolling. Sometimes you gotta figure. This out. Wow. <laughs> Let's figure this out. Wow. Okay. We had general admission tickets. Yeah, uh-huh. we did. They had an opportunity to invest to get the one-on-one conversation. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Which is why which we, we did sell out, but yeah. we sold out today of VIP. Okay. Now, we've been marketing this for months. Yeah. Now, the Q&A is for everybody. You still get the opportunity to have your question answered. It's just not one-on-one. That's the whole point of the VIP, in my mind. I, if, if, if I'm sitting VIP and everybody gets one-on-one, I feel away. Well, well, they went on for twenty minutes. But we got a whole dinner outside. Whole dinner. We could have answered like four questions, it. though. I okay, mean, we'll do four. We'll do. Okay, so we'll do. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do. Ten minutes of Q and A. Then we'll go to the break. Y'all with that? Okay. All right. Okay, Ten minutes cool. of Q and A. All right. Do it. We only got to bring new chairs. No, we can stand up. Stand up. Yeah. 
Can, can we get 15 minutes of Q&A? Because, no, 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 no. Well, Here's the thing. No, 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 no. You just say the 10 and you just do the 15. It's all good. Right, oh because, well, I want you to know why I think that. No, you, you're taking the, because you take, the you're taking the 10. You're taking away from the 10. Cut, cut, I'm looking cut the mic off at 10. Cut the mics off at 10. I'm all right. looking out for y'all. Let's do it. Let's I mean, if it. I was general admission, I wouldn't be mad at some wine and appetizers that I ain't paid for. But y'all still going to get it. And VIP getting that plus still going to get it. You still going to get a whole dinner. let's get a few. Okay, listen. Not a time. Let's get four questions. Different strokes for different folks. Four questions. Four. Uh, let's. My first question. Let me get, from get somebody who traveled from a long way. Yeah. She. Who who came from a long way? Y'all good? Arizona. Okay. Come on, Arizona. Come on, Arizona. Unless you don't have if unless you don't have a question. Okay, got gotcha. you. She, she she get it. Okay, raise your hand if you have a question. She raise said your she hand both. if you have a question. Okay, right there. Mic? Let me get a mic. Do we have a mic there? Here you go, here you go. No, we need the mic. No, we need the mic, baby. I mean, I want wine. Pass that to him, please. Who was that over there? Somebody just stressed. Hey, now, 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 when y'all get kicked out after this Q and A, don't blame, don't blame me. Blame Melody, me. Melody, Melody, okay. Melody, okay. okay. Melody, Melody, try to upgrade. Somebody say upgrade. Melody, Melody, try to upgrade, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You know what can I do? Hi, y'all. I'm, I'm so excited for this. But um, how? What questions are we not asking, or at least? Can you answer a question that we not, have not asked or you haven't been asked and we need to ask? I got you. Thank you. I got you. Let's go. It's not that it's a question that you don't... Ask. The reason you don't have a question is because you're either not working on something or you don't have a direction. Everybody that's working on something, it's something that I can't figure out that you need to ask a question about. But it's, it's just a clear indication sometimes. If you can't think of a question, it means you don't have a project that you're working on. I do, though. So, the first, so what you got to do is, before you come to any of it, you need to decide what you need to know. Don't just come just to come. There's a couple of things that I need to know. And sometimes the answer don't got to come from the panel. The answer can come from, yo, I'm trying to figure out how do I... When somebody buys something, an email and a text automatically goes to their phone. How do I figure that out? If that's something that you're working on and can't figure it out, you'll find yourself having conversations and you talk to somebody, yeah, I do marketing. Oh, you do marketing. How do you get, when somebody buys something, it goes to the email and a text. How do you set that up? They're like, oh, no problem. Got you. Boom, boom, boom. The only reason you'll get the answer is because you're looking for it. So if you are not working on anything, you're probably not going to have any questions. Or you're too arrogant or ego-driven to want to ask somebody that you, or and tell somebody that you don't know. It's only a few reasons why you wouldn't have a question. Okay, good. All right. That's actually probably the best thing. Thanks for getting round of applause, then. Yeah. Hey, we need somebody on our team on the mic. Kay, can you help out with the mic and move it pretty quick? So, um, my name is Sean. Thank you guys. This is great. Um, my question is, as an entrepreneur, when you have a business that's successful, but it's not your passion, is that is it a time to walk away? Does that make oh, sense? Man, that's a good one. Because I, I, I'm, I'm doing something and I'm just doing it, but and it's successful. But, you know, will I be will there be a long term success if I keep doing it and there's no passion behind it? That's a that's a great that's question. Actually phenomenal. That's a, that's we don't question. we don't run into people who build businesses that they yeah. So so my, my answer is simple. I will find somebody who's passionate about running it, pay them to run it, and keep an equity percentage in that business so you still get paid without you having to be around. I, I can't multitask. All right, so I, I think that was a great answer. Um, I think the, the only thing I would add to that 
is there are plenty of boring businesses that people own but don't run, right? We have to, we have to detach ourselves from the idea of running the business and understand that we can own the business as an asset, right? Private equity is one of the greatest cash flow producing assets that exist, right? So can you put yourself in a position to, like work harder said, where I can put the infrastructure in place, I still own it, but I can go do something that I'm passionate about, right? And another thing too is sometimes we just gotta ask ourselves like, okay, well, is passion, am I passionate about living life or am I passionate about running a business, right? And sometimes like, if you can put a business in place that you own, you might not be passionate about it, but you can set it up in a way where you can be passionate about the life that you live. I think that's also a good deal too. So those are things I would think about. I wouldn't be so gung-ho on like this idea of like, live your, like your business has to be your passion. I mean, if, if the stars align, great, that's cool, but it's not a prerequisite if you set it up the right way. All right, what's up? So I was listening to your episode with uh, Wall Street Trapper, and so I have a podcast myself, and I remember one of the things he said was about not having questions lined up because that sort of takes away from the actual conversation of it. So what are some tips you have to become better at communicating or just having a conversation when it comes to podcasting? Um, really good question. Uh, just being curious. Just being curious. You got to somehow forget that it's a podcast or people are, you know, you're, you're recording and just be genuinely interested in the person. So sometimes, like, I want to go in a certain direction with my interviews, but it just don't go in that direction because I'm not entertaining people. I'm having a conversation. So it's really hard to not prepare and just do that. Okay. It's hard to just be curious and keep the conversation going. It's a whole skill set. It's also really hard to prepare, like to be able to prepare questions that don't seem like prepared questions. That's another skill set. Either way, however you want to do it, if you want to lean on questions or you want to do it freestyle, you're going to have to practice it. Make sense? So I'm interviewing, when I'm at a restaurant, I'm interviewing the server. Maybe it's not interviewing like, like I do on the podcast, but I'm asking questions because I'm genuinely interested in the people. The owner of this business, uh, Kim, for one, it's like she owns the building. She was telling me how she bought out her family. She was telling me how it went from she ran a restaurant for a little while and then turned into an event space because the restaurant, it's a lot of uh, uh, expenses, event space. Y'all give y'all the space. You make money. And she's going through the whole dynamic. How do I know that much about her? I'm curious in another human being. I'm, I'm asking about the floors. I said, those floors are dope. So she started telling me how... Um, She's, uh, she's from, I, I want to say, is it Thailand? Thailand, maybe. Not Thai. Maybe Thai. But, like, those floors are, like, Thai, thai tiles. Or it's another place. It's another place. But the, those are the tiles, and she stained them. And like, it was like, I'm asking her mad questions, not because I'm about to get a bunch of views. But I'm interested in people, especially entrepreneurs. So that's what you see on the podcast. We have time for one more question if we have a quick answer. Uh, someone, where's the mic? Hold it up if yep. you have the mic. They ain't got no questions. They ready for that wine. Where's the mic? Where's the mic? Hold it up. Let's get it. So I represent the group of people who are nine to fivers. Work a regular nine to five. It's at a startup, but I work a nine to five. And I, nine to five round of applause. Uh, hey. Good, right? And same deal. I'm curious. And so 
I don't, what if I don't want to start a business, but I want to maybe invest in what you're doing and kind of see some. Get out of round of applause. Hey! We are actually accepting investors. We actually, if we were thinking about it out loud, because they're not hearing us right now, we have a building um, and we got this concept. And we need about a million dollars. For sure. I asked, I asked Georgia Carter for 600000 yeah, and and they they like they didn't they see a business plan yet. They, they act like they got to get to the airport. I said, okay, they're off my investors list. Okay. All I asked for was a bit. Don, did I not text you the next day? I said, this is an amazing business idea. I'm super proud of y'all. You did, but you didn't ask me for a business plan. Because I had already asked him, but I didn't mm. want to court. George's my financial advisor, so... Um, <laughs> I forgot your question, bro. I was good. Oh, but he just want to invest in entrepreneurs. Okay, I got you. Uh, anybody got a really good idea that he can invest in? No, that he can invest in. Y'all ain't got no business that somebody can invest in? Wow. Y'all hate money. Wow. He might got a couple dollars. You got some? Yeah, the wine. There's a wine company the wine. right there. Oh. Hey, George, aren't you? A, that's, that's, aren't, that, aren't you is a, a, that is a great segue. So, Hold on. You're an investor in that? Yeah. The wine company? I yeah. see now. Okay. <laughs> this is all making sense. If y'all had told it's us. All making sense. Really? Y'all can't read the lines. Y'all can't read in between the lines for shit. Jesus Christ. If y'all had just said something. Okay, so that's a great segue. Everybody gets wine. That's a great That's a great segue. So... Mom Juice, which everybody, if hopefully the logistics work out, everybody will get a chance to sample the wine. Phenomenal company. The two owners are here. Make sure you connect with them, right? So they actually just launched a crowdfunding campaign, and you have the opportunity to be able to invest in it, right? So there's details on that if those who are interested, but ultimately you get to sample the product to see if you think it's good or not, right? Yeah. And they can tell you the brand story, tell you what it's all about, but they were gracious enough to fly to Chicago have everybody sample the wine, and everybody, whether you're general mission or VIP or not, you'll get a chance to just own it, try. Bro. You'll put your and you get a chance. Just say it, bro. Yeah. Just say it. You'll yeah. get a chance just to invest. You're owner. Yeah, yeah. I am just investing. Say, right, in the company. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't. Yeah, but if I didn't believe in the company, if yeah. I didn't believe yeah. in the company, it wouldn't be. So, so DJ, can you play that so we can Hold go on, break? Real quick, complete answer. There, I did yeah. you to invest in, but I, I can't give you the strategy here to study mergers and acquisitions Big because. Fans. You want to make sure that the terms work for you and you're not just investing in a company that will never take off. So really do some deep diving on mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. All right, can we give this event a round of applause, y'all? Yeah. DJ, can you please play some music so we can get this party started? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.